Hi there, you are listening to another episode of Connecting the Dots, the podcast that explores creativity, artistry, motherhood, and how all of these areas of our lives have so much crossover and so many transferable skills that we can think more deeply about connection to ourselves and our people in them and how we can apply what we know to better serve our people and our work. My name is Cassie Hubert and I'm so glad that you are here with me today and I look forward to chatting. So today's episode is all about falling in love with the work. Now that might sound like a really strange thing to talk about because, you know, we talk about falling in love as this emotional thing and... You know, a lot of us do really love our work, but many people don't. And they go, I wouldn't be in love with my work. And that seems kind of a weird analogy. However, there is a lot to be said for really loving what you do. And understanding that the nature of love is something that goes very deep. And if you are going to love a person for a lifetime or your children for as long, well, hopefully for their lifetime, obviously, but like, but you have a very active investment in their life for a quite extended season, then you need to dig quite deep in order to love them well and not lose interest and lose, you know, motivation. And there are seasons and ebbs and flows within that where we will struggle with motivation and enthusiasm. But if we really love them, our children um, or our spouse, then it gives us the courage and the strength to keep going through the really hard times. Now, there is something to be said for, first of all, knowing the season that you're in or knowing the play you're in, as one of my tutors always used to say, you know, know the play you're in. If you are in a season of doing Shakespeare, then whilst it's completely okay to go, I really wish I was doing an action movie right now, you know, and that is totally fine and own it and write your goals down and your dreams down and what you'd like to do and, you know, put some plans in place to see if you can get that moving. However, while you're in the season of Shakespeare, It's not wildly helpful to be lamenting the season that you're not in, i.e., but I wish I was doing the next Marvel movie or whatever. The same with motherhood. You know, there are days when I really wish I didn't have to constantly wear stained clothing. (laughs) My kids are all different stages and ages, but they... There's a lot of mess in my house. It's like some days I wish that there weren't permanent oatcake crumbs all over the carpet, despite the fact that we hoovered only the night before. And you think, where did they come from? This is crazy town but there is something about recognizing yeah you know what it'd be really nice when I'm not changing all the nappies when that season has eventually moved on but if I spend too much time lamenting that I can't just take keys wallet phone walk out the door and go and hang out for a huge length of time then I'm going to start resenting what I've got in the here and now and that's no way to live and it's certainly not helpful and it doesn't help me really dig into what I'm doing and get the most out of it and the people that I'm working with in my play or the people that I'm doing life with in my home will really notice and feel that sense of checkout. And, you know, that only gives way for disconnection. And the biggest thing I realise about so much of our lives is that the more connected we are to our sense of self, the more connected we are to, to God, if we're a Christian or of faith, or just a sense of other, something bigger than you, that you're part of, but you're not the overseer of the whole universe that helps you feel anchored in what you're doing and who you are and also connection especially to the people we're doing life with those are the people that we have in front of us right now and they are the ones that we need to invest in and maybe that's in our work environment we really need to invest in the company we're currently in 
So the people and the connection to that is really important. But there is something about recognising that work, when it's no longer a holiday, is always hard. I had spent so much of my teenage life getting involved in plays and shows and doing everything I could to fulfil that deep desire to be a professional actor, but also to feed me creatively. And when I got to drama school, there was a real sense of, oh, yeah, I'm finally here. And that's brilliant. And then the hard work begins. And it was the same also once I'd done my training and then you're doing a job where prior to that, the longest run of a performance I'd done was about a week and a bit. This time I was doing three months worth of touring the same show and it was the first time you go, okay, I need to really dig into what I'm doing now. And some days it wasn't as much fun as other days and that's really okay. You know, all work is hard. And I remember again at drama school that sense of, Gosh, it's like drinking champagne because it really was, for me, that point in my life was one of the most fantastic seasons of growth and creativity and stretching and just being fulfilled. But it was also hard. You know, there were days when I could never nap in the middle of the day before unless I was seriously ill. And even then, I'd have to be seriously ill to fall asleep. But I remember it was so hard and the hours were so long and I was always so tired that I could take myself off into an empty conference room, stick my head on the desk, set my alarm clock and go to sleep for a bit. You know, I was drinking champagne every day. That's what it felt like. It was all this amazing stuff I was being stretched with and grown in. But some days you just want a glass of water or a, a cup of hot chocolate. You know, it's not, it's not a bad thing that sometimes even when you're doing the thing that you've always wanted and you absolutely adore, that some days you kind of wish you were doing something else. That's called being a human. But the nature of being in something for the long haul is that after the initial flutter of satisfaction, it's like, you know, falling in love. There's that excitement and sense of flutter in the early stages of dating and connecting with somebody. You know, that's really exciting, but that will not be sustainable throughout the length of your lifetime together. Should you, you know, carry on and get married and continue your life together. But there is something about going, OK, so sometimes we lament that flutter and that season of excitement and frisson, but... It's still okay. It doesn't mean that things have died. They've just gone deeper. You can't sustain a fire at full pelt. You need to kind of have the continual embers. And it doesn't mean there isn't heat there. That sounds like an analogy for intimacy, but that wasn't where I was going. But um, learning to lean into that sense of commitment actually does yield a deeper fruit. And with the work, you know, being excited about the work itself is what sustains you and realizing why you loved it in the first place, whether that's your person your children. You know, I always wanted to be a wife and a mother. That doesn't mean some days I don't find it really flipping hard because it is really flipping hard. And there are days when I just want to have a time on the loo on my own or I just want to be able to just check out because I'm feeling overloaded. And that's not always possible. Doesn't mean I can't build things in to help that, but recognising that I don't always want to be in my kids' faces 24-7 is really all right. But something that's so good about leaning into the, the detail is when we look at somebody in a relationship and the same with the work. If we look at something and we go, we've got it down, we've figured it all out, know how, it, how it's done. Whilst we learn stuff about, uh, you know, grow more confident, if we assume that we understand someone fully, we've effectively killed them because... There is obviously nothing else for us to discover or learn. And, you know, that kills the relationship. And clearly they were not a bigger person than 
we were, and so they might as well be an inanimate object. Now, that is no way to live a relationship. It's just asking for trouble. But in the same way, you know, you can go, oh, I know how to act. I'm doing X, Y, Z. And yet the truth is every single role requires you to dig deeper or to figure something else out or to learn something about a whole other culture or to suddenly go back to the text. Remind yourself what the script is really all about. Really look at what somebody is saying and why maybe you could figure out another way of saying it. Also, going back to the actual people you have in your house as a parent, you know, not looking at an idea of who you thought you'd have as a kid. You know, I didn't imagine I would have two kids with autism and they're flipping wonderful kids, but it's a very different life to what I expected when we decided to home educate. You know, I was gradually turning into more hippie mum and I figured we'd just go and hang out in the woods all the time, you know, doing loads of really cool stuff. And we do cool stuff, but it's not that life. I can't do that with the kids I currently have, not without lots of help. And so learning to love the people I actually have allows me to really see them and be filled with a joy and a delight in the details of them. In the same way, the work you're doing, whatever it is, I mean, you're not all actors, that's not necessarily where you are in your creativity. So what is it about the work that you do that you like and love or forgotten that you like and love? Rediscover it, go back to the text. Maybe you've been doing digital art for a while and that's brilliant and gives so much expression to what you want to do, but it's been a long time since you've picked up some pencil crayons or tried out some watercolours. Go back to the heart of what you love and rediscover it. The same works with parenting. When you're getting frustrated that your kids aren't being who you think they ought to be or aren't able to do the things you figured they would be doing by now, Go back to who they are and where they are now. Sit and watch your child play in their way. And really lean in and look at the detail of what they're doing because you will discover something that reignites your sense of delight and your awe and your wonder and your desire to be close to them. Even on the seriously tough days, there is always something to find that can encourage you. I have a sign in my kitchen that somebody gave us. It's one of those lovely metal signs and it says, every day may not be good, but there is something good in every day. And whilst some of those sort of more generic turns of phrase don't really move me, that one I really like because it's so helpful. There's something about each day leaning into what is actually there and figuring out, okay, that is my takeaway for today. That is what I can do. I think we can get caught up with the idea of the thing so much more than the actual thing itself. I think it's Oscar Wilde who said genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. And it means working at it. You know, any good relationship worth its salt, you have to work at. Any good career, any good job that you do, even not the career building, but just the work itself, it takes work and effort and repeated mistakes and failures and ways of figuring out how to go forward. And when we are able to see why we fell in love with it in the first place then that will sustain us in those difficult times or those times when we need some serious breakthrough and we're struggling and in terms of the career you can't just walk off out of your motherhood but in terms of the career thing or the work there is always the slight possibility that we've picked the wrong direction and you know what when that happens it's really okay to go I actually picked an imaginary career. 
What I thought I wanted was this, and I thought this was the shape it took. But actually, this isn't what I want to do. And there is no shame and there is no loss even in doing that because there's an honesty of going, what is it about this that I do love? Because if you're deeply unhappy, maybe it's time to change. Now, with relationships that you're committed to, you can't do that. But there are times to shake up and change things within them that will yield more fruit and freedom and joy. And maybe we've just lost sight of those things and we're going for an ideal of something. And when it's not satisfying, we're struggling to find the joy. And the one other thing that I think is really helpful to hold in mind is one must love art and not oneself in art. So often, and I feel this a lot, you can get the idea of yourself doing the thing. Like the idea of you as a mum and how that would be. And you can get caught up in that sense of, yeah, I'm mumming right now, yeah. And when people say, hey, how's it going? You're like, it's wonderful, it's wonderful. And you know what? Often it is wonderful, but often it's flipping difficult. And being able to say, I love the work, not the idea of myself in the work, takes the focus off self in a way that's really helpful, whilst allowing us to connect with the thing, which in turn, gives us a deeper sense of ourself. And that applies to so many different areas of life. So if you've enjoyed this podcast and any of the others, please hop on over to iTunes and leave a review because it's so helpful. It means that Apple just pay a bit more attention and they figure that if you like it and there's good reason to like it, then it helps other people find it because they go, hey, we'll nudge this along so people can find it. And, uh, and so, yeah, if you've enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to me, but largely also helps other people find something that might encourage and bless them too. Also, if you would like to head on over to CassieHubert.com, you can find various bits of writing on creativity, motherhood, life, grief, all things. Don't worry, I will put all the links in the show notes so you can find them from there too. If you'd like to, you can also join my monthly email newsletter called Connect, Create and Resonate. And it's been relaunched and revamped and is going out very soon. So if you would like to join that, then you get to hear more of my thoughts on creativity and connection. But also you get to hear of some of the other really fantastic people that I'm listening to that might just bless you too. Because if you like what I say, then there's a chance that you'll like some of the people I like or some of the things that I'm finding really life-giving <laughs> really life and encouraging in my creative journey and my journey as a mum then there might be things that you would really love too plus you know it's a cool way to say hi you can also find me on social media I particularly hang out on Instagram and yeah it would just be great to to say hi and connect with you so I would like you to have a wonderful week filled with creativity and deeper connection to self your people and your artistry god bless you